Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off the limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No... Hey Victoria, how are you? Oh, I love that little musical intro for me. Um, Thank you, Laura, I am fine. There you go. Wow. We could just do the whole podcast like that, couldn't we? Yeah, don't think anyone would listen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they'd be stop listening right now, turn it off. (laughs) How are you? All right, I had a little uh, massage earlier. Oh no, I'm so fucking jealous. Tell me about it. Lubricated. Uh, I just feel very, you know, like I could face plant the table right in front of me right now, like chilled. How are you, mate? How are you? I'm okay. I am, as always, just so confused by what day of the week is. I'm just confused about life at the moment. There's no structure, is there? There's no, I don't feel like there's, I mean, your kids are back at school, but I don't feel like there's any distinction between the days of the week or the weekend or anything. It's all just one long, continuous bleh. I don't just don't know my ass from my fucking elbow. Me but then neither. I don't. I didn't. I didn't before. No, it's just uh, maybe twenty twenty has been an absolute cunt, hasn't it? So. I've not shaved my. In fact, I have shaved. I shaved my whole goddamn body last night uh, in preparation for today. So did uh, you? I did. Everything came off. Oh, apart from vagina hair, obviously. She didn't touch my vagina. That's not the same kind of massage. So wait, wait a minute. You had a wax. Okay. No, 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 no. My vagina hair stayed on. Can you real stop heavy, vagina hair? <laughs> real heavy emphasis on the vag hair. So bikini, <laughs> bikini line stayed. I see. So you were you did a defuzz in preparation for the, the the massage therapist. Yeah. Well, it was bad yesterday. I actually clogged the bath as it tried to drain. Oh, how many razors did you get through? <laughs> well, I've blunted one because I only had one <laughs> left. So you know when you use a blunt razor and then you're like really giving it stats. It's horrible. Yeah. Yeah, and I've now got the the aftermath of the blunt shaving rash. It's awful. Yeah. (laughs) So when you say you didn't do your bikini, did you do the sides, like the sideburns? Oh, I had to do the sideies and the the bit that starts that it seems to be growing out of my ass cheeks as well. I had to do that bit too. (laughs) I'm basically getting a hairy ass. I refer to that as my bum rat. (laughs) That's what I like to call that little fella. (laughs) It's like rolling rat in it. Hello, back. Yeah. <laughs> Do you not think this is a perfect little introduction into this week's episode? It's almost as if we'd prepared this subject I know, this but week. We actually, <laughs> but we hadn't prepared for this discussion, so that's why no. I'm so like buzzing right now that we just rolled on in. So yeah, that is our topic this week, isn't it? You hairy, you hairless. I mean, I'm a hairless in fact, rat. I'm furious. You should be hairy to be a part of this conversation. And now I should be, shouldn't I? My minge is still hairy. Does that count? Uh, yeah, I'll accept. So we're going to be yeah. talking about body hair. We've all got it. Yeah. I, I think the majority of us females remove it in some yeah. shape or form. Some don't. And some don't. Some don't. But the majority do. Um, 
because we're all conditioned by the patriarchy to conform to a beauty standard. Take it down that route. Take it down that fucking route. Men. Um, Yeah, we're going to be talking about that quite a bit today, actually, because I have got some hairy facts, hairy facts. Everybody wants those hairy facts. Um, I I definitely need to come up with a little theme tune bit for that. I have to say that was one of my favourites. I was actually jigging my head to it, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, I feel pumped. I feel so... So pumped right now. Should we just start with a ease ourselves in with a few little hairy facts about the human body? I would love a hairy human fact. Um, okay, let's see if you can get guess this. How many hair follicles do you think there are on the human body? Oh shitty death. That's gotta be like a billion. Have I oh, gone I... way over here? Yeah, rain it in. Rain okay. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Okay, rain it in. Um, 125,000. Boom, just straight off the bat there. Yeah, I know. That was very that precise. Was very precise. Um, five million <gasps> hair oh, follicles. I wasn't fucking far off with a billion. No, wait a minute. Isn't a billion a hundred million? Yeah, so there's only 50 million out. You got it. <laughs> Hang on, how many did you say? Five million. Oh, you said 50 million? <laughs> no, five million. Five million. It's not like halfway to a billion. It's always there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so five million hair follicles on the human body. Every single part of us has hair on it, even if you can't see it, which is pretty incredible, really. Um, how many of those hairs do you reckon are on your head? Um, 500,000. <laughs> no, a lot less. A hundred thousand. Oh, and before it said 125. I know, so I was going to say head. you were quite close to that. That's a lot of hair everywhere else, it, isn't it? It is a lot of hair, yeah. Um, I think I probably have around a million hair follicles on my legs alone. I think five million across my body. Uh, 4.9 million of those uh, are my vulva. And um, I can definitely confirm that 10 of them grow up my belly button down to my bikini line in one straight line so pregnancy fucks with everything as we know but one of the things that it messes with is your production of um androgens which are like the estrogen and the testosterone so you produce loads more testosterone so it makes hair grow in all sorts of weird wonderful places but my entire belly got like this like downy fur on it it was really fucking weird and then obviously when it then became massive it was literally like i had a massive testicle attached to me so was it proper long hair it was just fuzz it was total fuzz and it was all over it like you could if i stood in the light <laughs> it just wow. lit up you it's sound like, so beautiful I know. it was <laughs> delightful your testicle uh, pregnant belly is effectively what happened on my chin and neck when i was pregnant with toby really yeah wanker Bollocks. isn't it did you have good hair though like on your head because my hair was amazing when i was pregnant yeah but then i have pretty good hair post-pregnancy all right anxious <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, it was really full, I guess. Um, but I have obviously really, really, really grey hair. So I'm always colouring it. So I never look at it like, oh my God, I'm just so lucky at the full head of hair that I've got because right. I'm always having to colour it. How long have you coloured your hair for? Since I was 15. Wow, really? That's when I started going grey, yeah. Fucking tough paper round, mate. Yeah, that's hard when you're that young. Yeah, it is when people are like, oh my God, Laura, why have you got that growing out of your hair? What colour is that? Is that blonde? It's like, no, it's fucking grey. It's like my nan. Uh, So yeah, I I went grey really young. I'm now like completely grey. 
Uh, and that's an, it's another thing if like when men go grey it's distinguished when women yeah. go grey it's fucking haggard so yeah I, I know like what you mean my hair because I like the colour black so there are there are what about um oh what's her name Caitlin Moran she's got that really cool bit of grey in her hair hasn't she yeah. her fringe that looks amazing I love that yeah. Uh, Rob's pretty much completely grey now too. Is he? Yeah, he was going grey when I met him. Um, just a little bit of the old salt just and pepper. Him I finished him. It's the kids. It's the fucking kids. Definitely, I went grey. Like the last part of the greyness of my hair almost happened overnight after I had Toby. <laughs> yeah. Do you think you'll ever relinquish the hair dye and just let it go like no. natural? No, really. No, I, I don't. There's some people that like really pull it off and yeah. I would just look like that batshit crazy lady that lives four doors down that grabs everyone's free newspapers outside and throws them in the road. Like that's what I'd look like. <laughs> You'd be like the little lady that lives in the dump in Labyrinth. <laughs> I, that's a hunt. That's What's exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly who I would be. Yeah. Um, I have so I, much to look forward to in old age. I've like, I mean, I'm the opposite. You're going to hate me. I think I've done that hair colour. Yeah, it is. Um, but being a ginger comes with its own downside, you know? Like having ginger pubes was a major worry for me when I was a teenager before I got intimate. Because um, I just thought, oh my God, they're so ginger. They're just going to... Are they as bright as they are on your head? They're fucking 10 times brighter. <laughs> what do I Seriously, find that funny? Because it looks like a Belisha beacon. <laughs> Often, if I'm naked, Rob will walk into the room and be like, oh, fucking hell, put that away. I'm like, You're hurting my eyes. He's such a little cunt. <laughs> but they are so I've bright. I've got bald patches in my bikini line, though. I think that's stress alopecia of my vagina. Really? Yeah, so I've got like a little bald patch, which is just beautiful. Are, you, are your pubes the same colour as the hair on your head? No, they're not grey. No, they're black. See, that is just nature's way of just giving you a little finger in it and going, fuck it's you, It's nature's bitch. way of saying, fuck you, yeah. So <laughs> if, if I could transfer what was on my minge to my head, I'd be happy, but there's not a lot of coverage there. I've got quite a big head, so I'm thinking... It looked like someone's just blown some pubes onto a light bulb. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. A couple of wisps. <laughs> Get the prick stick out. You can join me in my craft project. <laughs> Just on your head, which is slightly more devastating. It is slightly more devastating. So yeah, I'll keep the grey full head of hair that I've got at the moment and just keep colouring it every two fucking weeks. Do you remember the first time that you shaved? Yes, I do. Really traumatic, actually. Uh, My nan, who had a razor, which I believe probably dated back to the (laughs) 1980s, the 1800s, she... um, she had a razor, had no fucking guard on it. It was a thick, heavy metal razor with one single blade. Oh, and God. I remember being sat on my nan's toilet having a shit and I must have been about eight. And I'd seen my sister shave, I'd seen my mum shave. And I thought, fuck it, I'm going to give it a go. One single touch of it on my skin and I, it sliced clean open. Oh my I'm God. Like, fucking hell, nan, do you actually slit throats with this? So <laughs> I then had to like, st- and it bled a lot as well. So I had to try and stop the bleeding because I knew my nan would bollock me for touching her fucking death throat razor. <laughs> so yeah, that's my first wonderful, precious memory of shaving. What about yours? Um, I think I was probably about 11 and I had seen my mum shave as well. And I did it and it was all fine. I mean, I did it totally dry because I didn't ask for any you know, oh, advice or I've anything. done that before. <gasps> oh God. So did it dry shave and then... Because there was loads of hair in the razor, I used my thumb to wipe the hair off. And like you, it just slipped my thumb 
in in half pretty much she was like how am i fucking god and obviously i didn't want to tell my mum what i'd done but then because i was kind of bleeding out <laughs> by your thumb by my thumb i was like oh shit i gotta have to tell my mom and then she was just really annoyed at me it was like well you're too young to be shaving what I didn't shave my leg. I know it's not 1922. Oh yeah, my mum, my mum at 13, not at 13, when I was 13, she was like, "Oh, you're not to shave your legs yet, Laura. You're you're too young." And I'm like, "Really, mum? Because I fucking look like the abominable snowman right now." And everyone else is doing it too, aren't they? It's like I would wear tights in the summer, and I would be baking. They'd be like, "Laura, take the tights off." I'm like, "No, I'm alright, thanks." I'm actually (laughs) quite cold. Quite cold in this 32 degree heat with my fucking knitted woolen thick. (laughs) black tights (laughs) but wasn't that just your leg hair you weren't actually wearing (laughs) i didn't even need the (laughs) um earlier when i put out the um question to our audience about can you share some hairy stories um i i mentioned that when i was younger i used to not shave as kind of like a pre-date preparation Right. So that I could abstain from having sex with them. It was sort of like incentive, you know, like, well, <laughs> I really like them. I'm going on a date, but I'm going to be sensible. And if I keep my fanny huge and hairy, then I won't do it because I'll just be too mortified to get it out. That never fucking worked ever. <laughs> because one drink in and I'm like, oh, hello. Just look at my hairy men. <laughs> they don't even have to ask. I'm like, do you want to see a, a spectacular hairy marvel? <laughs> um, but a couple of times when, even if I've not been on a date and I've met someone and it's all sort of ended up looking like um, he's going to penetrate me. And I've ended back at his house and been like, oh fucking hell I'm so hairy and then had to do like a mad panicked scrabble in their bathroom trying to find a razor just any old fucking razor can you razor. imagine when they then go to shave their face oh, like, no. why is there a ginger pube in here <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> why is this razor broken in half <laughs> when I was scrabbling around in the bathroom there was one place in particular where that was all I could find and it was so rusty and oh. just shit it looked like it hadn't been used for years and I thought I'm definitely gonna get hepatitis B <laughs> <in this." laughs> but fuck it it's worth it and there wasn't any soap or anything I mean but who was this man because <laughs> you should not have been having no soap and a rusty old razor it's like this is the danger zone was it Rob yeah um I thought you might be interested to know where our obsession with hair removal as women comes from oh i'd love it i mean obviously it's gonna make you so angry i know i know it will i can already feel it bubbling in my soul so this is from a survey that was done in the uk between 2016 to 2019 it's kind of shows a little bit of a difference between men and women in terms of hair removal so 1.1 million women use hair removal products once a day or (gasps) more or more on what there would be no skin left on your fucking vagina i know or i don't understand what that stat is armpits to be fair my armpit hair it's like it 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 is never not growing it's continually (laughs) that's what my hair does it's that it's making that noise because it's like the alive i can shave mine in the morning and they've started to grow back by the evening yeah oh mate mine is i've shaved mine in the morning i've gone downstairs to grab a glass of fucking water and it is growing back already <laughs> it's so fucking annoying yeah it's so annoying. and yet i genuinely think that if i were 
to leave my hair like steve doesn't shave his armpits if i were to leave my hair like that it'd be like fucking rapunzel it wouldn't i stop. know but that's because we fucked it so I if know, we, we if you think right up the arsehole if you just left it if you'd never done it from when you were a teenager um mm-hmm. i don't remember having really hairy armpits anyway do you yeah oh do you i kind of remember having like a bit of a whisk my life <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you need some therapy for it the struggle's been real for my I've whole t- life i told you that i have pubes growing down the backs of my legs so <laughs> and i've been gray since i was 15 hair is a real issue for me <laughs> <laughs> um so how much do you reckon i mean i think we've spoken about this before we don't go professional wax do we we're not no no um i mean i used to get my bikini line waxed did you get li- your lips waxed as well or just the outer no, it was just the outer. I never did uh, Hollywood. I'd go sort of Brazilian, but not too crazy. I just liked it to look kind of, you know, the shape of your <laughs> pubic area is sort of triangular, isn't it? Really? That's kind of what I do. That's where yeah. I like it. Yeah. I don't like the idea of it being completely bald. I feel like this. mine looked depressed if I shaved it. Mine looks cold. Cold yeah, and like, alone. Where's my hat? Yeah. <laughs> There's that book. My hat is gone. Have you seen it? No. My funny hair is gone. Where is it? Is it under here? No. Um, I'm very. Uh, I've got uh, one of my followers uh, who I love, who just always sends me really hilarious messages. She's a beautician, and we had a little chat before um, I record. Before we recorded today, just talking about. I asked her what's more popular, Hollywood or Brazilian, and she said it's pretty fifty-fifty. Wow. I thought it would be, you said, if anything, it's more towards the Brazilian side, but it is, you know. It's the Hollywood was the really, path. really popular about sort of 10, 15 years ago, wasn't it? It was all about being hairless. And now I think it is more about having a bit of something down there. So I know as well, when they do the Hollywood, they do your bum hole, don't they? Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. But that, I can't, I can't get my head around that. Imagine Just... if they, like, if, oh, what, if they, yeah. what if they tore and they actually pulled out like a pile from your bum hole? Oh, well, she said she's seen it all. She said she's seen piles. Oh, I can imagine. Seen, like, hideous Who the fuck goes holes? to a beautician to have a wax and have piles, though? I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that. Sweet baby Jesus and the orphans. No. no. <laughs> That's so bad. <laughs> Um, so I, bad. my uh my mum's beautician i was we chatting to her and i i asked her i was like what's the worst thing that you ever seen she said someone came in to have a hollywood and then they bent over and they had a little poo nugget still stuck <laughs> <in their bum. laughs> oh dear she's like i'm not sure if i should be telling you that i was like you absolutely should be telling me that because oh my hilarious. god i'm so pleased they did tell you <laughs> how embarrassing be like you have to go to the bathroom and wipe your bottom please yeah but did, i you said did you dirty say boy, you dirty girl you didn't wipe properly you would make sure if you were, if you knew that you were spreading your cheeks yeah. and someone was going to be fingering your asshole essentially yeah. with hot wax you would check there was no clangers <laughs> yes. yeah mate when i went for my back massage today my back massage she's not anywhere near my crack or arsehole am i still worried about the fact that i might have wiped shit up my back and it's like sorry you've never done that in your life even when you've had chronic diarrhea if you ever wipe shit up your back so why would that happen now and that thought pops into my head at the exact moment she tells me to roll over so that she can see my back and think please don't be shit on there please don't be shit on there who does that shit on my back 
<laughs> oh, lucky for you, you got your old trusty friend, the Fanny Flannel. <laughs> Did you give yourself a little douse before you went out? I am being lot, a lot more um, loosely... You, or, hmm, I am using the Fanny Flannel much less. Really? After our chat? Well, now that you've shamed me into submission... <laughs> No, I, I think that uh, it's, it's such an impossible uh, piece of equipment to dry out effectively without the yeah. rotten smell of, of old, minge. dirty water and minge <laughs> and bumhole. So um, they are being used less and I am standing at the sink of an evening and dousing my vagina with water. Well done. Thank Saving you. the environment. Am I saying that? Probably not, the environment. Probably not. Probably the polluting the water. Everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so going back to some, uh, the point of how much money do we spend on hair removal? So on average, this is if you do private wax, it, not pri- not like private waxes, like a private dance. Private Ra- ra- yeah, rather than public waxing where you go down the market on a Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love, I love my sack back and crack. Um, sack back and crack. <laughs> um, so women who go to the beautician and, you know, because it's expensive too. It's oh, yeah. Or anywhere between 30 to 50 quid, depending on where you go. Mm-hmm. Um, spend an average of £23,000 over a lifetime getting their hair removed. Per person? Per woman, yeah. I'm saving think... an absolute tonne with my £1 razors, mate. <laughs> I might not have any skin left. Yeah, in but, my uh, lifetime, I'll probably have spent 12 quid, but oh, fucking hell. About 23 <laughs> grand's in my pocket, love. You've got the fanny of an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> So then just to, so there's like a little counter um, fact for you. So male hair removal, so it's talking about hair removal from the chest. So it rose from 15% of men in 2016, having it done, to 30% by 2018, um, getting their chest hair waxed off. And then this one's even more surprising. Same group of men. Their underarm, uh, or underarm hair removal rose from 16% in 2016 to 42% in 2018. That's a massive jump. So hang on a minute. So you're telling me that that's the male statistic of man, male hair waxing of the armpit? Yeah, it's risen by a huge amount in Fucking the hell, space of really... two years. I don't know. I like Steve with a hairy armpit and I don't know why. I, know. I can't say I fondle it or touch it or smell it, but I don't know. I, I'm, but then like m- m- guys that are weightlifters and stuff, they have to be like a hairless goose, don't they? Yeah, that's true. Or if you do that weird thing that you, what is it? Where they swim in the sea and grease them up with goose butter. <laughs> goose butter? <laughs> have you ever seen someone trying to milk a goose? <laughs> I don't even know what goose butter is. Do you? Let's just go back to that. Someone's milked a goose. Oh, well, like, <laughs> what was he want to get milk? <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, so, yeah I don't. Anyway. I don't know if I fancy um, a man with no hair under his armpits. But then this is interesting because I'm about to tell you about the history of um, oh the history of. But that also goes to show that removal. that's another like fashion trend that's changed in the last few years for men to all of a sudden be like, oh my god, I've got to be really conscious about my body hair um yeah it's strange isn't it rob is very hairy is uh steve quite hairy uh steve when i met him he was he had no hair on his goddamn body really just just the pubic region um and then and obviously legs and armpit you know he had hair in all the normal places but as he's got older his chest has got hairy which i really like i'm just 
um, he has wings on his back, small, very small wings, which I'm not the biggest fan of back hair, I have to say. Yeah, that's, Rob's got those as well. He's got quite a hairy back. It doesn't, it kind of doesn't really bother me. It depends who no, it's it on. It doesn't bother me so much that I'd divorce him. No, I've had, I've shaved it for him a couple of times on his request. Um, I'm not bothered about it, but yeah, he's, he used to be, he used to be a lot more uh, rigorous with his hair maintenance, did old Robert. Well, um, Steve went through a phase of feeling a little bit uh, paranoid about his chest hair. I've, I love it on him. But he was like, have you ever seen that scene at a 40-year-old virgin where he gets waxed? <laughs> yeah. So the very similar kind of scenario that happened at home with Steve and I, because he was like, his brother had got his wife to wax him. And Steve was like, I, I just feel a little bit insecure about my body hair. I was like, well, I'll wax it. He was like, meh. No, I'm not sure about that. And then the next thing he knew, I'd throat punched him onto the bed and had a wax strip on his chest before he'd even had the chance to say he didn't want me to do it. And um, yeah, it, it, I took off two strips and neither of them were in any form of order. One was like symmetrically <laughs> laying across his body and one was like vertically laying down his body. <laughs> And uh, one was over the nipple and it was just so bad, so bad. And he was, the first strip that I yanked off of him, I didn't do a one, two, three. And then the second time he was like, he grabbed my hand, he went, Laura, please count me in, count me in. (laughs) And then after that, he's never let me touch him again. And he's just quite accepting of his body hair now. Yeah, I think it's easier to be when you are a man anyway. It's just, yeah. it's, it's a social construct, really. Um, if Steve doesn't give a fuck about how hairy I am, I highly doubt he cares about how hairy he is. Well, that's what I was just going to ask. How is he about your hair? He wouldn't care if I plaited it. As long as I was, he was allowed to touch my breasts, he doesn't care. Yeah, I, that's, that's been my overriding experience too with men, is that they just don't really seem to care. But then I said that, on my stories earlier and I had quite a few women reply and say that they had been shamed by (gasps) ex-boyfriends about their hair that's bullshit I know it is isn't it it's like you know it makes me cross that they feel entitled to do that to another woman how fucking dare they fucking dare you oh my Um, god well what Rob's done to me on several occasions he doesn't care either but we were having a lovely little lunch and uh, we were out in a cafe and the sunlight was coming in and he was looking at me all really intensely and lovingly forward and I genuinely thought he was going to kiss me and he just pulled a whisker on my chin and was like oh you've got you've got a hair there I was like you fucking wanker and then do you know what he did today when he I said to him oh we're I'm going to go and record podcast it's about hair and he came upstairs and uh was giving me a little neck massage we were having a chat and then he said um I actually noticed that you had um a really long hair on your upper lip a couple of days ago <laughs> and the worst thing is that i had fucking seen it this morning when i was in the mirror for how the irony of today that we're about to do this podcast so can we make thanks, a pact Rob. that if we're together and we ever see facial hair on each other we'll just be like mate just to let you know you might want to get the tweezers on that bad boy 100 <laughs> percent. we need to be that person a hundred percent it's always i always notice that kind of shit do you yeah, and that's why I'm super paranoid about mine because it's been since having Toby that my facial hair, and I say it like I've got a fucking full-on Hagrid beard, I don't, but it's like my facial hair's definitely got worse since having Toby, and I thought it would just all fall out, but it didn't. No, I'd say the same for my facial hair. Is I, I never used to really have 
any but now I've got and it's like a fuzz it's just yes I don't even think you'd be able to do it electrolysis or anything like that on it you just got to accept having a little peach face <laughs> that's what it's like it's horrible. and like you say it's our work as women we feel like we have to go through this fucking turmoil to be accepted and and loved and adored by men oh, no. and society because you know it's not just men that are judgmental over hairy women it's women too it's other women so let me tell you so this this all just goes just feeds really nicely into the story of how we became so fucking obsessed with removing body hair so prior to 1915 body hair on a woman was a non-issue it wasn't a thing um a lot of that was due to the fact that the fashion was very modest anyway women were mm. completely covered up they had pretty much from their neck down there was no flesh visible other than the hands and the face that was it um but then when old mr gillette oh yeah um he realized that women were big consumers of products especially of beauty products and as the fashion started to change, so the dresses got a bit shorter. And this was the main thing. It started with armpit hair. So the, the sleeves on dresses became short and it started having like short sleeved um, dresses or like quite opaque fabric. So you could see that sort of part of you. Um, but he decided, oh, this would be an excellent opportunity to take advantage of the fact that they're showing more flesh. And let's make it really shameful to have body hair. So um, the first advert that ever appeared was in a magazine, uh, Harper's Bazaar. Wow. Still exists, doesn't it? Yeah. And the the language that they use, I was having a look at some of the adverts, was so, it was like, so, it makes me so angry. So the message was, a woman of refinement um, should remove, and this is where they refer to it, objectionable body hair. And they kept referring to it as an embarrassing personal problem. So essentially, advertising is the reason that we remove hair. Um, So that that was the armpit hair. And then it moves on a bit later into sort of the 40s. And women used to wear tights back then as well. So that was fine because you can disguise as you discover. As as I well know. know. (laughs) You just wear tights to disguise your leg hair. Uh, but then pinups came in, um, which we all know those sexy little minxes, and they mm. exposed a lot of flesh. So just the more flesh that was on display with fashion and whatever, that was just obviously the Gillette and other shaving people that brands. It was an, it was an incentive to push shaving those areas as well. And then World War Two happened, and the rations in nylon meant that the tights were really difficult to get hold of, um, and women just used to dye their legs instead so they dye them with you know like a t- it was almost like fake tan i suppose and then draw the little line at the back for the seam but to wow. get that look they had to shave their legs to do it that's incredible and it? it's so fascinating all this stuff that is really fascinating yeah um especially because you realize how much of like this whole thing is just driven by consumer consumerism a male consumer a male consumerism. so it's it's like we've been told as women by a fucking man who mm-hmm. just wants to make money out mm-hmm. of us yeah. that you know this thing that and is, shame us it's all about shaming us um mm. so if you think that that started in 1915 so then by 1964 there was a, a survey in america and it indicated that 98 percent of all american women between the ages of 15 to 45 were routinely shaving their legs so that's how much of an impact it had that's 90 so I, I kind of feel like i'm part of a bigger um 
sort of fighting back community of women that go, I'm not going to shave every week. Damn, I'm not even going to shave every month. Sometimes I'm just going to leave it for fucking months and months on end. Exactly. I mean, it's the thing. It's, it's so natural. It's yeah. natural. It's our natural state to be in is to be hairy bitches. Yeah. <laughs> so let's just fucking embrace it. So yeah, but I still, I'm, I feel so indoctrinated. Yeah. I am indoctrinated as well. I went to go get a massage today and I was like, I'm going to shave. Yeah, exactly. It's because really there's an element of it. And it. It, is, it is a hard thing to break because it, like you say, it's ingrained in who we are as people that we can't shift our mindset to go, fuck it. I'm going to go hairy. I'm just, I'm not, I'm going to go to the, bathing area of a you know public swimming facility and i will have my pubic hair hanging out but in actual fact that's quite a difficult thing to get your head around when you don't feel confident or or comfortable and then you go well who am i doing this for if i'm pushing boundaries because i want to go against what you know society says i should do but it's making me feel uncomfortable then it's kind of like not doing the job that it's meant to have done in the first place exactly and i think we've we've been we've seen we see so many images of smooth hairless women yeah that you cannot help but have that sort of programmed into your ideal of what beautiful is it's really hard to julia roberts Roberts in the late 90s with her hairy armpit that was fucking massive news yeah oh my god she had a hairy armpit she had a hairy fucking armpit and people like oh no julia roberts she went to the red carpet how lazy are you and it's like oh my fucking god jesus fucking wept guys there are far more important things to be addressing than julia roberts fucking armpit but then i think the reason it was so shocking is that because it is uh shaking the patriarchy up a bit isn't it it is saying and people don't people are threatened by it and it's like no no you're not allowed to have an opinion and hairy armpits you must buy our products (laughs) i i you know what after those facts i think we should probably potentially move on to a couple of stories yes definitely let's do it i'd love you to go first oh i love this okay this is a great one um, I once went crazy with the IMAC. Oh, we should say V, formerly known as IMAC. Um, it was my birthday and we were all going out. So I decided to slather the stuff everywhere from labia to bum crack. Turns out <laughs> they say not to leave it over 10 minutes for a very valid reason. Fucking 10 minutes. That is ages. That's hardcore. So yeah, all the hair was gone, but it also stripped off half of my asshole. Oh. And anyway, <laughs> having trying to soothe myself, I got into my white birthday dress. <gasps> Fast forward two hours and my ass started oozing watery yellow pus fluid right oh. through my dress. <laughs> oh my God. Happy birthday to you. The shame. Oh, and I couldn't sit down for a fucking week. Still shudder when I see any hair removal creams in the shops. <laughs> So did she? Did she effectively have a, 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 like an infected asshole for it? I think so. The I so I have had a very similar experience. I didn't leave it on for too long, but I imacked when I was nine months pregnant, and it was a, a few days before my due date, and I hadn't even attempted any sort of bush, bush maintenance, and was like okay, I need to sort this out because I'm literally going to have three women's faces in my flange. Yeah. So I did an IMAC, which was so impossible anyway, because when you're that massive, you can't see no. anything, can you? No. So I had to kind of use a hand mirror and angle it. So I was squatting over. It was The whole thing was disturbing. I, I, I'd never want to see my pregnant vulva ever again. 
um because i think it put on about four stone of the of the <laughs> four, four and a half stone that i gained my volvo was huge and i put it on it was all fine and then i think because i was so big i couldn't like maintain because you've got to stand in that stupid fucking crab position as well haven't you when you put the feet on you can't just close your legs and sit down. You've got to stand the like a crab. The visual of you pregnant doing that <laughs> is quite something, Victoria. <laughs> but I couldn't hold it because I was so, I was just, I just weighed so much. I was like, I can't fucking hold it. So I kept coming out of this squat to kind of, you know, just give myself a break. But <laughs> by doing that, by going like up and down in this little squat, I, at, with my massive bulbous minge, I'd, I'd kind of like squish the cream right up my anus without realising. <laughs> So it was all up my bum and you're not supposed to use it on the anal area. And then when I started to burn, I was like, fucking hell, this is really burning. That's never happened before. I took it all off. And like this poor woman, it was like it had removed the top layer of skin on my bum hole. And it was burnt red. It was bright red. It was so so painful. So I, I feel her pain. Mine didn't ooze. But I went into labour like two days later with a still bright red anus, which I'm sure they wouldn't have minded because they've seen it all, haven't they? But I was so conscious of it at first. (laughs) My bum hole. Awful. (laughs) Awful. Never, ever, ever immaculate anus. That's my advice. Yeah, I mean, I I personally, I think my pubes are so hardcore that it literally doesn't matter what I do. It doesn't bring the hair off. Really? Yeah, my my pubic hair is like a Trojan. Like it can't be taken down. You're like like a sort of like medical I've curiosity. The, I've got like the Arnold Schwarzenegger of uh, vagina hair. Terminator. <laughs> um, <laughs> it will be back because it didn't go anywhere in the first place. Oh, exactly. Oh, that's so that's so distressing that poor bitch i know i uh, and on her birthday a, a white dress never wear white never that's my rule in life ever. no especially i don't own day. i mean that's that's actually not even a thing <laughs> no, <laughs> in america no. isn't it although good this is funny we're at oliver's birth which was at home um one of the uh midwives turned up who i didn't know and um she showed up before my midwife who i sort of like knew and trusted and she was so hilariously blase about the whole thing she just seemed like she wasn't bothered at all but she was wearing white jeans oh my god i know and like as a woman who's about to spurt out liters and liters of uterus Vaginal juice, juice blood and placenta you've decided to wear white skinny jeans are you mental she's confident she's so, <laughs> so confident, confident in her delivery as a as a midwife that she doesn't need fuck all well the funniest part of it was that rob was not stopped talking about it every time that she left the room he was like fee she's got white jeans on I'm like yeah uh, i've got a baby coming out of my vagina right now mate i don't care um yeah never wear white and never ever wax your in fact i have waxed my bum hole once it was really fucking painful i just it's a very sensitive area me and roland the um anal rat are gonna be friends forever yeah definitely um have you got a little story for me i do have a little story actually um so i have to say it's almost spooky that you told your story of your own experience yeah because it is incredibly similar but it made me laugh so uh here we go i was going out for a night out with some friends and a guy who i really fancied had to come back had just come back from traveling we were both single for the first time as one of us was always in a relationship I knew I wanted to get with him, but didn't want the temptation of sleeping with him straight away. So I thought, I won't shave. 
Anyway, a few hours later, I went back to his dad's house where he, where he was living and surprise, surprise, we started getting frisky. In my drunken state, I panicked and I remember I hadn't shaved. So I went to the bathroom, picked up a razor, quickly shaved my legs and bits and got down to it. The next morning, I heard his dad complaining that there were loads of pubes in his racer, <laughs> and he was having a go at the guy that I had slept with for using it. Oh. I was mortified, and I left quickly. <laughs> so, but that's the other thing with having ginger pubes, right? I could never do that. I would <laughs> never get away with it. <laughs> like, I mean, hang on a minute. Rob loses pubes in this house, left, right, and center. There, there are pubes everywhere in this house. I found one on the butter once. I was like, what, the fuck? what are you? Are you dipping your balls in Lurpak, you dirty bastard? You say that. You know what? Steve's brothers. They used to live in a house together, and then Steve lived there for a while, and the house was fucking grim. Oh and I God. went to grab a knife, and there were three pubic hairs on one oh. knife. You know, and you're like, what are you doing with that butter knife, guys? It drives me mad. It drives me mad. And he's always like, oh, it's not mine. I'm like, well, it clearly is because mine are luminous orange, mate. So we'd know if it was mine. It's not mine. And there's nobody else in this house with fucking pubes. No, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've got another funny story. Hit me. Hit me. Uh, All right. So I was temping in a law firm and some really scary lady lawyer was talking to me when I noticed that she had a really long hair on her top. I'm a bit OCD about hairs on people's clothes and always appreciative when someone else pulls them off me. It was distracting me, so I decided to pull it off her top for her. So I pulled it, but it was attached to her fucking neck. So as I yanked it, I pulled her skin too, and she screamed and nearly hit me as it gave her such a fright. The hair didn't come off, so I had to sort of let go of it and then pat it back into place on her top again. (laughs) She was mortified, as was I. It still makes my armpits prickle to think about it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I, I I have something similar. I didn't touch it. But I had an old boss of mine who was a, so scary that like she was a really intimidating woman and I was terrified of her. And we were outside one day and I mean, you can't even make this up that it was really bright sunlight. And I looked at her and she had this massive hair from her chin. It was huge. I reckon it was about seven centimetres. It was that big. So then, like you got your ruler out. It was good literally, no, this is the best part. There was a spider on the end of it. <laughs> fucking spider and then i was like oh god how do you break it to someone that they've got a, a seven centimeter hair sticking out of their chin that just so happens to have a spider attached to it and then it's like is the spider making a web from her chin hair or is it but it was it was genuinely it was her hair because it, there wasn't just one there there was fucking shitloads of them but the spider had just attached to this particular one and i couldn't stop staring at it it was all and she was talking to me and i was literally like yeah i'm not listening to anything you're saying i'll stop staring at your spider hair because that is wigging me out (laughs) it's the fact that that woman's hair on her neck was obviously but it must have been a head hair that had reattached on her neck i'm guessing it was that fucking long i don't know mate if you left one of my stray hairs i reckon if i left it it would go that long. Why yeah, not? She must not have known that it was there. She's no, not she wouldn't be leaving that and laying with the sharks over under her chin. Oh my god! It's the fact that she then patted it back. I know, like ah, ha, 
It's a funny joke that time when I nearly yanked the chin. I'd be so grateful for you to be ding dong in my chin hair if it was that long that it was graspable to, to pull off. Well, with Rob around, he'll let you know as soon as it's about one and a half centimetres, he'll be right Whereas in there. Steve wouldn't. Oh, Steve Laura, wouldn't ever mention would he not it. point it out? No, because he wouldn't notice it. I could have a chin hair down to my vagina and he wouldn't notice it. <laughs> what if it had a spider on it? No, the fact that Spider. and i know it's um it's bad but she was so mean yeah she was such a mean boss she was horrible to everyone and it just it just really it was so satisfying seeing it there. just dangling <laughs> swaying in the wind <laughs> like having a great time it was like charlotte's web i wouldn't but my eyes charlotte's would be so beard. bulbous where i'd be staring at the spider that i, think I know i'm not subtle. too much attention to it yeah no, i was not either i was not subtle i'm never subtle <laughs> You know what we haven't even talked about, and I wanted to include this, I put it on my list of stuff to talk about, nipple hair, um, nipple beards. A nipple beard, yeah, I get nipple hair. Do you? How Are you talking fair or dark? No. I don't have dark ones. It's the one place on my body where it decides to be dark. Oh, really? Yeah, it's so bizarre. I never used to have them until I, again, it's the old pregnancy hormones just fucking yeah. us up. Um, I started getting them when I was pregnant with Oliver and then they've just flourished into a little hairy areola hat. Yeah, they're always there. Every time I look at my tits, which isn't that often, I guess. No, but I don't like, are are you talking like a long five centimetre chin hair with a spider hanging off of it? Or or are we talking about a little bit of, you know, overgrown stubble black hair? um they're like pubes out my tits basically well i've got pubes at the back of my legs mate so i know know. i know but isn't it worse on your boobs imagine getting a mouthful of that when i mean no one's sucking on my tits anymore but (laughs) rob might one day if i let him (laughs) so nipple hair so i think it's the one area in terms of hair removal that's quite a tricky one to deal with because Mm. you can't really wax it can you? Because it's not. I mean, a man's nipple I can get round, but a girl's nipple, more no, no. fucking. It's a lot of space there and out. I mean, my nipples are like fucking saucers. So yeah, can I, you imagine I, putting a wax strip over that? Makes my, that actually makes me feel like I'm going to hyperventilate. Someone told me. Uh, well, someone replied to sent. It was. It's not a story. She just said that she did her own bush with those wax strips put it on and for some reason decided to go outside in the garden for a lie down and then fell asleep for an hour and a half <gasps> with all the wax strips <laughs> still attached. Who does that? Like, you know, those wax strips are huge. They're like, you know, it's like half a size of A5 paper. That is on either side of a minge. Fucking hell. Someone else also said that they they left feet on, their, on the end of their pubes, not realising, and it dyed them. It bleached them. Really? It didn't take them off. It just bleached them. So she had like two-tone '90s boy band hair. <laughs> that's um, very. That's that's very like <laughs> modern, isn't it? Um, what what is the term for like when you do it on your hair? There's like a, is, it, om, is it ombre? <laughs> ombre. Ombre. I'm pretty sure you probably made to say it in a much more exotic way than ombre. <laughs> um, I actually have. I do actually have a story. If you want me to share it, yes, please. Would you like it? Uh, I was a teen in college and started seeing someone new who I really liked. I was also close with another guy in my year who had no fucking idea how to act around a new flame. We were outside college on a bench in a group uh, in the sun. The boy that I liked was a little distance away from me, but thank God he didn't hear what was coming next. 
we were chilling, making the most of the summer's day when my said friend turned around to me and said, you do realise that you have nose hair protruding from your nostrils, don't you? In front of everyone. <laughs> what a cunt. I then made a quick dash to the toilet, trying to physically take the hairs out by yanking them as hard as I could with my own bare hands. Oh, desperation. Just so that I could get little bastards out. Long story short, the boy that I was seeing didn't find out, but a good friend did and made me feel better by saying that she had a third nipple, which weirdly (laughs) did make me feel loads better while I sat there with stinging, watering eyes because I had physically battered my nostrils in the toilet while having a breakdown. <laughs> fucking nose hair. That guy, though. Like, I mean, all, okay. We've so all had that friend situation yes. where they they don't, they don't get the subtlety of shut the fuck up and whisper. Or like, just just also maybe not then. Just tell him later. Not at yeah. that exact. Point. Or write it on a note. I'm or guessing. Write, yeah, that's good. Phones. Write on a note. phones must have been around by then. Send a text. <gasps> just send a little text, babes. Uh, you got a spider hanging off your. <laughs> nose beard you, you have literally monkeys <laughs> hanging from your fucking nostrils <laughs> have you ever tried to pluck a hair barehanded yeah from my bikini line but i've not actually got a protruding nostril hair do you have protruding nostril no hairs? i haven't no, i don't have those um they're not yeah. protruding yet i'm sure they no. will do just add to the list of annoying hair well, the situation. thing is, I'm not massively on it with the whole girl thing. So I'm shit at doing my eyebrows. I, kind of, I don't know how to do them, mate. I don't. I can't get my head around how to shape them without them looking like massive slugs. And then when I try to pencil them in, it literally looks like one of my kids has hacked me with the fucking crayons. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. I'm not big it. crazy on the eyebrow sitch. Um, but I'm, Mine I'm are literally right. like a chimpanzee's little finger. They're just <laughs> there. And I don't want them to be like that. I want them to be manicured, but I don't know how to do it see my eyebrows are so pale they are it looks like i have no eyebrows when i leave them naturally so it just looks like i've got this massive extended forehead i will find you the picture of me when i was clubbing for my or out one night for my hen do it was like someone had got a wax strip and waxed both eyebrows off because they <laughs> weren't there it looks so bad it looks so fucking bad <laughs> did i tell you about um the time that i got my eyebrows dyed? probably the first time that i ever had them dyed and i don't know why i thought this was a good idea um three weeks before i got married and i went to the beauticians had them done professionally and she left me for a really long time and i was in the seat thinking this has been a really long time i'm not sure that you're supposed to put it on for that long she came back Wiped it off. I was like, oh, it looks nice. Gave me the mirror. Two massive black caterpillars. She'd done it in black, which it was awful. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't even describe how much. How... Did, did you cry? I was, oh, yeah. I <laughs> cried my eyes out. I was like, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> so I was getting married in three, in three weeks' time. But the worst thing was I walked into the house and Rob burst out laughing. <laughs> that would have made me laugh harder cry harder it was horrendous i looked like groucho marx <laughs> i couldn't believe it it was oh it was awful yeah i mean the whole hair situation is a plight i feel it's just ever evolving there's just new hairs sprouting left right and center every single day on my body <laughs> yeah. but you know as we've said we're all in it there are so many and i think like 
especially if you have things like polycystic ovaries like that can really impact your hair growth can't it It can make your hair really really dark so like that sort of thing and it's so embarrassing but like you said it's it's so normal and natural for women to actually have fucking body hair it's not we're not designed to not be fucking born with it yeah i think it's just you just have to embrace it don't you and and also it's it's a part of being a woman it's part of getting older too yeah. You just become more like a man as you get older. Yeah, um, you know what? I just I truly, I, I can't wait for the menopause. No. <laughs> what a gift. I'm sure that'll be more hair. Yeah, I definitely. Reckon. It's the bloody testosterone. That's what it is. The bloody yeah. testosterone. So your estrogen, um, I guess, reduces when you have, yeah. go through the menopause. And then you just, yeah, essentially a man yeah. with boobs. Although Rob's got boobs. So, you know, I think my nipples are hairier than his, to be fair. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe we've had a whole uh, podcast about hair and I haven't once mentioned the fact that Rob owns the hairiest bum hole that I've ever seen. No one's, <laughs> no one's ever seen the flesh of his sphincter. I just wonder why dense. you have got as close as you have to his bum fluff. Sweetheart, I don't need to get close. He'll be standing up and it's hanging out of his backside, just giving me a little wave from across the room. Hello! <laughs> so hairy. It's insane. What a lucky, lucky girl you are. <laughs> And on that beautiful note, I think we're probably going to have to wrap up, mate. And I would like everybody's final thought of this podcast to be about Rob's hairy arsehole. Oh, yes, please. Yeah. Just let that sit with you. Our non-existent eyebrows, your hairy nipples and my pubic back legs. Oh, my God. What a sexy trio. (laughs) We are. (laughs) We are giving away so much. Um, It's been such a good episode. I've really enjoyed it. I love love having these things. I love so much. Laugh so much, learnt a lot about your body hair. And yours. Got some mental images that I'll never erase from my mind. Uh, so have I. You and fucking your nipples for a start. <laughs> learnt <laughs> never to immac your bum hole. Sorry, feet. Let's get the terminology yeah. correct. Never, ever immac your bum hole. Never, never, never. And uh, next week, looking forward to welcoming on another guest. Yeah. Who is it? Who is it, it, Laura? It is... Isma Almas. Uh, she is a hilarious, amazing uh, comedian, and we are very, very, very excited to have her on. Yeah, she's like a full-blown professional stand-up. Fucking no hell. fucking about with her. Better just try and be our funniest, then, Laura. We're going to put out um, a little thing on our stories on the No Holes Barred feed in the next couple of days, just asking for your input. Yeah. Any questions that you want us to ask her? Um, you know the deal, you know the deal. And can I say, I mean, I hate doing this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, would you please leave us a review on um, Apple because they really help us um, somehow. <laughs> I really thought that because you started out quite serious that you were really talking it up like you had got some amazing info. No, I've got no info. No, it, it just helped. It bumps us up, I think. So if you leave us a review, we'll love you forever. And, and if you've can... already left a review, you know, hey, fuck it, leave another one, right? Oh, we wait a minute. What, we, what have we got we to do? Have, we, got, we, have, we haven't done, we have, we haven't done our thing. We have done our bit yet. You're jumping oh, the gun, Jesus, love. sorry. Go on So then. if you want to send us any stories, reach out to us or get in contact with us, you can find us on Instagram at our No Holes Barred podcast page. And you can DM us. Or what else can they do, Victoria? Or you can send us an email at uh, noholesbarredpodcast at gmail.com. And now we're ready to say goodbye. Yeah, now we're definitely going to say goodbye. And we're going to say, see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Tuesday. Ta-ra, ta-ra.
Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.